Hey everybody, welcome to episode 51 of Two Views Movies Podcast. What's up everybody, welcome back to Two Views Movies Podcast, a spoiler-filled podcast by two guys who love watching movies almost as much as we love arguing about them. I'm Garrett. And I'm Carson. And we're on a retro review today. And a not-so-retro retro review? It was last year, so that counts as retro. <laughs> counts. Yeah, and oddly enough, it's also uh, one of our lost episodes, right? It is. So we we recorded this when we were when we were dreaming up the podcast. Trying to figure things out. Yeah, back in December or January probably recorded this. Yeah. It would have been around the time of Last Jedi. I, we listened to the episode. To Did you listen to it? I did. Yeah, I did too. And it's like sandwiched in between The Room and something else. I don't know. That, that was when we were trying to cram you know, four <laughs> different movies into one episode. And... Right. And we realized people didn't want to listen to two and a half hour long podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we, we've talked about this before and it's continued to come up in conversations between the two of us. And though it's not overly retro- um, we've heard from some people that we don't really argue as much as they thought we would. <laughs> and I think that's true. We, we've actually been a little bit closer in alignment this year on our movies than we normally have. But we, we've, we've had some we've had some good ones. I mean, we argued quite a bit about Infinity War and Solo. Even though we weren't far apart on those, we had a lot to talk about. And that's usually what happens is the there'll be movies that we kind of both like, but maybe not as much. And that's really what kind of sets us apart. But this one... This one's not, not the case. This one's not the case at all. So we are talking Stupid Justice League. I don't believe that's the proper title. <laughs> it actually is. It's called the Stupid that, Justice was, League? That was Zack Snyder's title. Oh, and then the, Joss Whedon got Josh rid of it. got rid of Stupid? Yeah, he took Stupid out of that, it. That might have been good. <laughs> a good change. Hey, Joss was good for something. So <laughs> yes, that's about it. <laughs> we are talking Justice League. I'll go through the recap. You know, I'm not going to read the blurb. You got to know what Justice League is, or just stop listening. Um, <laughs> the big thing is, though, that Your resentment for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not really resentment for the movie. That's more of true. Yes, you should. To this... You should know what the Justice League is, if, right? If you don't, yeah. Why? Why are you listening? Exactly. But, but coming from you, it just seems more like <laughs> yeah. resentment. So I had listed Zack Snyder as the director, and I think he gets official credit. And if you don't know, Zack Snyder did Man of Steel. He also did Batman versus Superman. But he really got famous for 300, well, 300, and then Watchmen. Yeah. Which, and I remember at the time when Watchmen came out, people were like, wow, that's, he should do a comic book movie. Because, I mean, Watchmen is a comic book. But it was a definitely very high, highly stylized comic book. And probably what got him the job for Man of Steel, I would think. Yeah, yeah. But the thing I didn't mention in my notes that I will now, and we just cracked a joke about it, is Joss Whedon came in and finished out the movie. Now, there's all sorts of questions as to why Zack Snyder left. We know that his daughter unfortunately died and he stepped down and Joss took over. But there's a lot of other yeah, news well, nuggets around that. It was also they started this before Batman vs Superman was released yep. and the poor reception. And so DC could have said, we don't. We don't want you to finish this. Right. How do we save what we've done and bring in the guy who did the Avengers and yep. maybe we can make this work? Yep. And Man of Steel, I believe, was a little underwhelming by 
critic standards. I think it did fine at the box office. And I think, generally speaking, people, it was on the plus side. Right. But I think the reception was not as good as like what Marvel was getting, basically, I think is what happened. Yeah, if you're setting your bar at what Marvel's getting, you're going to keep losing. Yeah, well, and they were coming off of, this was DC's first movie post-Nolan. So after all the hype of Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises, this was the first crack at it. Nolan was stepping out, not Man doing of Steel. it. Yeah. yeah, Man of Steel was. Sorry, right. yeah, I said this. Man of Steel was, but that was Zack Snyder's first go at it. So when it kind of maybe fizzled a little bit, I think you know, warning lights were already kind of going off a little bit. And so Justice League was supposed to be the end of his trilogy or the second movie in his Justice League trilogy. Jeez. And so that's kind of how people look at it. So if you look at, and we're trying to focus only on Justice League and not tie in Batman vs Superman and the faults that that had, but there's a lot of what he had planned that now don't make sense in Batman vs Superman. So a lot of the flashbacks and things that they do, well, Joss Whedon cut all those out of this movie, and so they don't tie together very well at all, and so there's a lot of disconnect <laughs> between the storytelling and a lot of it has to do with timing of Josh. Joss came in late, uh, made changes. They didn't have time to do a lot of the things that they wanted to do. And the story didn't flow quite like they wanted to. And so they, they've already done all these expensive reshoots. They brought all the cast back twice, you know, to, to do this. And so the movie suffers for it. Now I'll give you that. And so it, there's a lot of disconjointed parts of this movie because of the director's shift. And you feel that tonally, and you feel that story-wise. And someone watched it and just didn't say, hey, this we must have cut something out because this doesn't make sense anymore. I think they got their back up against the, the wall. I think they changes were happening too late. There were too big of changes, and they had a release date coming up. Because there was talk of pushing it back, and they didn't do it. And then, I don't know if you remember this, but like maybe six months after a word came out of WB that people kept it in November release because they wanted their bonuses for the year. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, there was like a whole That's bunch of... crappy. Yeah, because, you know, it was going to make money. Oh, yeah. People were going to go see it. Good but, or bad, this was going to... Yeah. Yeah. Cash well, register after cash register. The other reason why you have to talk a little bit about directors, too, is because you're always going to compare it back to Marvel. Marvel did not, or does not, for the most part, put all their eggs in one director's basket. Joss Whedon got Avengers and Avengers 2, but he didn't have all the spinoffs. Yeah, and he didn't do any of the ones up, up until that point. Right. Russo's got Captain America 2 and 3, and they got lucky enough to get Avengers. But DC let Zack Snyder kick this all off and let it all be his brainchild. Basically, they faux pod like the singer yeah, at the X Men. Yes, is they let him stay too long after he flopped. They should have flopped him, right, and just move on to somebody else. But that's why I think it's so hard to divorce Justice League from Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman because, like you said, they're they're all very much Zack Snyder's vision, and he directed all of them. And the stories are supposed to connect. They 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 did that for a reason. So it's really hard when one movie. For example, Justice League is relying on setups that happened in Batman vs. Superman. It's very hard to divorce the three. They're not direct sequels like uh, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises, but for all intents and purposes, they kind of are. Yeah, and I'm not a Snyder apologist by any stretch of the imagination. You know, I thought what he did to Batman vs. Superman and Doomsday 
you know, he should, <laughs> yeah. he should no longer be directing right. ever. You know, so that, that's, that's how I felt about that. But this movie should have kept his vision throughout after he had already done this yeah. movie. And so that, that's the problem that this is. And people claiming, you know, saying they want to see the Snyder cut, you know, I'm, I'm one of those only from the standpoint of this isn't the movie that we are supposed to get that ties into all this, you know, we got something else. And so, and just one from the fact that I want to see more justice league, <laughs> you know, so give me another cut. Absolutely. I'll see what, whichever one I like the best, you know, and I'll, and I'll go from there, but it's not that I like Zack Snyder. I just want it all to tie together more succinctly. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I, I would like to see it if it ever got released. Just, I think from just the standpoint that you and I are movie fans. So I, you know, most of the time I'm going to be genuinely curious as to if there's something that's drastically different than what was presented on screen. Why did that happen? You know, most of the time I, I think that's pretty, like I'm not going to want to see a different cut of Transformers. I, I don't find myself caring. (laughs) Right. But like in this, I'd be like, okay. I mean, it'd be like if somebody came out and said, Hey, you know, Nolan's got a different cut of dark Knight." I'd be like, well, yeah. I'd like to see that. But at the same time, the the people, I mean, if you read movie Twitter, the two worst people that exist in movie Twitter are the people who hate The Last Jedi so much they're trying to redo it. I mean, it, it's a, it's, they're insufferable. Like you can right. not like The Last Jedi. I'm not saying you have to like it, but to be that ridiculous is just too much. And the Snyder Cut people are the other people. They won't shut up about the Snyder cut. I don't uh, once a week I see an article from like Screen Rant or somebody being like, "Oh, so and so claims the existence of a Snyder cut." I'm like at this point I don't I mean if it comes out fine, but whatever, it's not going to change that much. Well, the script is there, but you can't see a Snyder cut because 90% of this movie is CGI right. and they hadn't done that yet, which is part of the problem of Justice League is the the effects then that it had if they would have kept his vision and somebody paid all that money to to put those out there then right. i'm sure there'd be it but no one's going to pay hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> for a snyder cut no studio is going to front that right and i think i think the people that ask for that have a genuine misunderstanding of how movies are made yeah it's not like he had a final cut assembled and they brought in joss whedon and did reshoots and then cut it apart i mean no it was a bunch of scenes that were filmed that hadn't been stitched together so maybe at most you maybe have some deleted scenes that were snyder's that didn't make the cut but you're not gonna have a reassembly of a whole movie yeah steppenwolf's not gonna look any different Uh, yeah yeah and you may have different scenes of them standing in front of a different green screen saying different lines that may make sense you know, within the movie, sure, you may have some of that, but it's not going to be a completed, right? You know, vision of, of some no some movie. No, they're they're begging for something that's not there, right? Yeah. Right, and yeah, if you want to see more Justice League, I agree. I would like to see more <laughs> Justice League, you know, and I'd like to see a different take on it. I'd like to see Doomsday not be crapped on, you know. I'd like to see that's Batman versus that it is. <laughs> I, I would like to I would like to see all that too. I'm, yeah, I, I'm right there. Give me a different version. Let's let's start over. Same characters, which brings me to my first point in yeah, Justice so we, League, <laughs> which say, we haven't even gotten to yeah, yet. Twelve minutes in, and we are finally talking about the movie instead of all the happenstance around it. But so go ahead. I have to start with the cast. Because the one thing that DC does right, I think they cast everyone 
perfectly in this movie. Are you coming at that from a comic book movie? Or, I'm sorry, a comic book standpoint or just in general? In general. Uh, well, both. And so I'm looking at, okay, you got Superman as Superman. You got, I mean, he is Superman. I'm not going to yeah, say Yeah, I won't argue against Henry Cavill. I mean, he's just Superman. You got Gal, who's perfect as Wonder Woman. Agreed. Aquaman. I don't think you could have picked a better Aquaman than Momoa. Yeah, I mean, it was cool that they went away from the you know, you can't, Aryan you, race Aquaman. You, 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 you can't <laughs> you can't make a movie with that, you know, right. with, with that with the real Aquaman character, right. and and make anybody want to see anything to do with him. Mm-hmm. But see, the casting choice, even uh, Ezra as the Flash, great. See, this this is where you'll start to lose me. I thought Ezra was fine, but I could see Flash as somebody different. Somebody he could be, but I don't think he did poorly at all. I don't. I I don't know if he did poorly or the script was bad, but I, Flash. We won't get too much into it now, but Flash did not do much for me. the The jokes weren't there for me. Okay, we'll get to, we'll get to that yeah. in a minute. But then and, we then we got Batfleck, who I'm a big fan of. He, I, I I was I was. I can't be anymore. I, I did not like him in Justice League. He, I don't know what's wrong with his face. Did he Botox or is that from him being an alcoholic? I don't know what happened, but he looks really weird in Justice League. I don't know. I did not have that same impression. I thought he was great in Batman vs Superman when they showed him like being all ripped and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but then he just kind of was lame. And, and see Batman. him and Christian Bale, um, I thought were the first believable Batmans. Well, I'm Batman. I mean, so, Michael Keaton is <laughs> is not a bad. He, he was great at the time. Don't but get see, me wrong. But see, even even Affleck, I think, is a great Bruce Wayne as well. And so I think he has both. I didn't think uh, Christian Bale was a great Bruce Wayne. I thought he was a great Batman. Oh, I thought he was a great Bruce Wayne. Well, we don't need to get into the Dark Knight and your fascination <laughs> with all that. But I I really enjoy Batfleck because he he's a he's a bigger guy. You'd have to be, you know he. He dwarfs Superman, actually. You know, when they stand side by side, he's a bigger guy. with six four. That that sounds about right. And and ripped, and you just you have to be to be Batman. Mm-hmm. And so I thought he just casted. And I think he's a good actor. I thought now was he given the best stuff to work with here? Probably not. Right. But the cast across the board here, even the voice of Steppenwolf, the King Beyond the Wall, I'm okay with. I think wait, he, that's who it was. Yeah. From Game of Thrones, are you talking Mance Raider? Yeah, that's him. That's him. Oh wow, I didn't know that. I didn't. Um, this is how bad the effects were. I didn't think it was even a person. I just literally thought they just slapped together something. I mean, you know, oh no, I did mean, they did they like CGI dot his face? They did do motion capture, wow. but it did not. It does not look like him at all. Jeez. And I think they even scrapped that part. That's so weird. Why is DC so bad at picking villains? I don't know. Because what's his not Ares is miserable uh, that was the worst that yeah but this is worst. just as bad just different the voice i'm okay with uh if, if, if you're only gonna do a cgi creature and you yeah. want a voice i'm okay with him being the voice of steppenwolf yeah. and they and somehow so- made michael shannon not all that great as zod either so they i don't know dc can't get their villains right joker sucked you're deviating movies on me. Here. I'm just running through. I made a claim about DC being bad about villains, and I had to yeah. I had to walk my way through them to make sure I, my my take was as hot as it needed to be. We don't 
we don't need to walk through those. <laughs> we're talking another four-hour podcast to go through each movie. But Ray Fisher, um, I thought he was good. Although he could have been anybody, he could have been anybody, and I thought his whole face was CGI almost the entire movie. He has, I think he was cast well, but he has no emotion at all. I know he wasn't supposed to yeah. have it. He's a cyborg, but like his face doesn't move. Right. And all. his body proportions are weird, which is all CGI. Like it we always just, looked like the torso was like sucked in and weird. And, yeah. And so, and I thought they did the whole face and everything, but yeah. when you watch the behind the scenes, it, you know, his face is the only thing that is real. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't move it enough to, to, <laughs> he looks, he looks fake. Yeah. Um, but I thought the casting was fine. And then, mm. Amy Adams, I, I don't enjoy, but she's Lois. I like she, Amy she, Adams. she should not be Lois Lane. Yeah. And then uh, I like Jeremy Irons as as uh, why? Alfred. Why? I mean, why not? I, I mean, that's a fair question because he's not in much of anything for the movie. But he's he's a good Alfred. Yeah. I don't know. He's a good Alfred. Jeremy Irons. Get some credit where credit's due. I'd rather see J.K. Simmons be Alfred. Well, he's Commissioner Gordon. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, but the, it's funny because these are bigger names, but they they have such inqu- inconsequential roles in the movie. Yeah. So basically, my point is casting is not the problem. Eh. Know, Batman versus Superman, you screwed up on on Lex Luthor, and I think that was really the tipping point of that movie. But here, I think you got everybody right. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, you were kind of stuck with these people because. The, They've already been in movies. I, I mean, I will give you Affleck, Gadot, Cavill, and Momoa. The other guys, whatever. But they didn't miss. I Would they be your perfect choice? I mean, but they didn't, I can't but they decide didn't whether it was the script or them. But I mean, I think kind of everybody sucked, so I'll just chalk it up to the script. I'm saying DC did a did a good job of casting, and so you're already starting on a on a good note, right there. Okay. Out of the out of the gate, <laughs> out All of right. the gate. Now, the main issue is how to bring Superman back to life, and the opening scene that Joss did with the mustache in the in the phone with the kid. I don't understand. I understand why he did that. The only thing I can think of, literally the only thing I can think of, is that he knew the mustache was going to be a problem. And let's just get it. Let's lay our cards on the table right now. Well, that, that that doesn't even make sense. I agree with you. But what other reasoning can you have for opening the movie like that? I, I don't know. I truly don't know. And maybe just solidify Avengers as better. Well, there was a fan theory that the person who was recording him was going to end up being the kid that turns into Shazam. And as far as I can tell, that's not really what's going to happen. But okay. there was there was a fan theory that was like, oh, maybe this is set up for Shazam. But maybe that could still be true. But again, that would be the only other reason I could think of. Maybe they could. Yeah, they wouldn't. Not worth it. Why would you? Yeah, no, not worth it at all. It's so bad. The mustache is so bad. And that and that opening scene, it, it doesn't get any worse than, than that. No. Right, right there. And then the scene doesn't even make a lot of sense. No. And so there are many different ways to show which. Say what you will about Batman versus Superman. So they screwed up how they did everything, you know? And so Justice League has to deal with how they screwed up. So I'm, yep. trying, to, I'm trying to separate the two. So you can enter Justice League with a dead Superman and showing how the world misses him. 
I don't think you have enough time to do it properly. And maybe it's news clips. Maybe it's things going of, you know, they, they did the uh, um, kind of the funeral for him and showing all the black. In Batman vs. Superman. Well, they did at the beginning of this, uh, Justice League. And they played the. They showed they, they showed the, the black thing on there, but I didn't think they showed the funeral. I thought that was at the end of Batman. Well, Superman. I mean, they showed the the black. Yeah, they show know, his. They show where he's his allegedly buried, and, and then they show the flag. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought they they could have either shown all the things that Superman did, and then the things that he's now not doing, and people missing him and wanting him to come back. But how? But how much time are you reasonably going to devote to that? Well, there's 30 seconds of him being filmed that I can I can take. Right sure, there out. but I'm I'm just saying, as a filmmaker, if you take five minutes to do that, that's a lot of screen time. It, exactly, and you should because your weight is bringing him back. Right, well, yes. the weight of the movie is Superman's arc. But it's not. It's not in one movie. It's not going to be enough to give it the weight that it needs. But you're against the wall, and you have you don't to. have to bring him back. Yes, you do. No, you didn't. Justice League movie without Superman. I know you, you keep saying don't bring him back. You need to bring him back. You need to have Superman. You didn't Superman have to do it. Makes the movie. You didn't have to do it this movie. Yeah. I, yes. No, you did. didn't. I went to go see Superman. That's why I went. Well, right, because you had known that they were already going to put him in the movie. But I'm saying if they had done this and never had Henry Cavill be a part of it, and they actually spent a whole movie showing the Justice League getting beat up by Steppenwolf or whoever it's going to be, and and at the same time showing the world. I mean, you didn't have to do Steppenwolf at that point. You could have just had Justice League trying to fight crime all over the place, and they're not able to do it because Superman's not here to keep everybody in check. You could have gone a number of different ways. You did not have to bring Superman back this movie. You didn't have to, but that's the right way to go. No, it's not. I think so. You bring him back this movie. So your ideal plan for uh, this whole thing would be kill him at the end of one movie and bring him back in the middle of the next movie? That's not well, near enough I, time to... I wouldn't have killed him in the last movie if you're talking about my full plan. Well, no. I'm, I'm saying if you if you have to kill him in a movie and bring him back in a later movie, you should give it more time to breathe. That's my thing. But you already teased that he was coming back at the end of the movie that he died in. With the dirt floating. Sure, but I I I segged off of Batman vs Superman into your ideal thing. I'm saying it can't, it can't be your ideal scenario to kill him at the end of one movie and bring him back in the middle of the next. That's not near enough time to tell people about a world without Superman. Oh, sure it is. Yeah, sure it is. I don't think so. No, I mean that's you can spend the first. Okay, part so then of the what? Movie. You you really think like five or ten minutes of the first part of a movie is enough to really no, let I'm it saying sink you in? Can, you can thread that through the whole first part before they even bring him back. Uh, the, the whole... But then what, what else Steppenwolf. Are you what, what else where's, are you? where's Steppenwolf's doing things but that's that, not, that we're clamoring for Superman? That, where's who's he, clamoring for Superman? The public. No, they're not. They don't, they don't do that in the movie at all. Well, because Steppenwolf is fighting Amazons and... That's what I'm saying. They could have had him in Metropolis. Uh, okay, so can you at least agree that they royally screwed up the death and return of Superman? Well, yes. Okay. But he's already dead but coming into this movie. Right, but so you're saying given the hands that they were dealt, the hand that they were dealt, you would have still brought him back in this movie. You wouldn't have put another movie in between. No. You wouldn't have done anything. You just would have, see that? I, I totally disagree with that. Because I don't even know if they're going to get another shot at it. But the death of Superman was one of the biggest stories in all of and comic they, book and history. They, and they already blew that. 
They already blew it. They already blew Doomsday. They already well, blew it. Well, but to with... your point, they yes, they blew the death, but they could have still tried to do something good with the resurrection of him. And they didn't. They just said, forget it. Let's just bring him back. Whatever. Yeah, they, which they should have. They they already botched the death. That that would have been the the epic movie. That's what this movie should have been. Is Doomsday. I still think that you could have course corrected. You messed up the death, but you could have made the resurrection be something more than what it was, and they didn't. No, I I think they could have made it more powerful for sure. But they definitely should have done it in this movie. Yeah, I disagree. No, we agree to disagree. Yeah, but the way they did it was really freaking cool. No. And they brought, <laughs> and they brought him back, and you have evil Superman for for a fight, which was the best scene of the movie. You agree as the best scene of the movie? Yes. I don't think the fight's the best scene in the movie. I think one moment during the fight is the best. Yeah, semantics, but yes, yes. The way everything is so stupid. You can, you can go on. I'll I'll follow your lead because this this movie is no good. <laughs> so the scene that we're referring to, Superman comes back from the dead. And he's fighting the Justice League. You jump? Are you are you meaning to jump like midway through the movie? Did you want me to go beat by beat? I don't know. No, I'm you, going uh, to. Okay, you go where you want. Uh, this is this is your this is your baby. I'm assuming these do. people have seen the movie. Oh, there, there's. I, mean, I still think there's a lot to talk about. But I don't know. I think she's. Would, well, <laughs> j- <laughs> well, jump on in there. Uh, my okay, so. The last little bit of stuff that I will say around the death of Superman and how they they did not do anything. They they tell you how they want you to feel. They they like literally verbally tell you that they want you to understand that the world is now a miserable place without Superman. Even though at the end of Batman vs Superman, the world had put Superman on trial. There, there's no in between space here okay, anywhere. So how about you didn't see Batman versus Superman? Uh-huh. And you just see Justice League. You know how you're supposed to feel about Superman. I still does don't like still, it. Does it still work? No. I think it works if you come out from that context. I don't think so. If I'm if I'm Joss and I'm just ignoring Batman versus Superman. No. And I can still bring him back that way and just assume that the world misses him no. because we have Because flags the other everywhere. the other thing they don't do is give the public any chance to reconcile that Superman's back. Nobody knows Superman's back. You're right. They don't. Right. So again, you screwed it up. Like the one way to show that the world missed Superman so much, if you want to ruin the first part of the movie is to at least show that he saves the world and somehow that they know he saved the world. He saved Chernobyl. Right. (laughs) So again, just screw up after screw up. But part of my problem though, is that, they yeah, they were trying to avoid another Man of Steel, all the entire city. I know, know but that's it, what they were trying to do. It, it's it's which, so which, bad, which is a stupid criticism of of fans. Oh, Superman didn't care about these buildings that are he's fighting right. a guy that's trying to destroy the entire planet. Yeah, that's just comic book nerds being ridiculous. Yeah, but my my problem specific to that too was also like they really have. Batman, Bruce Wayne, trying to be the voice of everybody being like, he he's the one struggling with the world's a worse place without Superman. It's just, I, I, like his he's, faith in humanity is restored by Superman. Like in, in what context? Like I don't, I don't even understand why, why Batman feels the way that he does. He felt guilty because he tried to kill him. Well, I understand feeling guilty about trying to kill somebody, but he says stuff like my faith in humanity is restored and he's more human with 
than I was. Like, I, I don't get it because you're never shown any context for why he would feel that way. Well, that revelation I thought was pretty interesting because it's true. Well, it's a good line, but it has no substance around it in the context of any of the two movies that they've been in together. You see what I'm saying? It's just another example of like the movie just trying to tell you how you're supposed to feel instead of making you feel a certain way. That's that's DC under Snyder to a T is we'll just tell you how you're supposed to feel or take for granted that you should know how you're supposed to feel. But again, you keep coming back to Batman versus Superman. Well, you have to. They're They're linked. I mean, there's a lot of things wrong with Batman versus Superman. I understand. But when Bruce slash Batman is specifically referencing events from Batman vs Superman and why he feels the way he does about Superman. I, I have to go back to Batman vs Superman because that's what he's referencing. I'm not choosing to go back there just cause. I mean that's that's what he's saying. So my point is it's all done hastily. Even Batman's change of heart about Superman is all done hastily. None of it makes sense. They just tell you what you should be feeling and we're all supposed to just take for granted that the world misses Superman, the world's a worse place without Superman, that Batman sees himself as a failure and Superman's more of a man than he is. And not because we're shown anything, but because it's just all said by characters or newspaper clippings or whatever. So that's my little wrap up around why I don't like the stage that's set for this movie. Even though I feel like we are shown all of those things. Well, I mean, we were shown that Superman fell in love. We were shown that he, Got a real job. Yeah, but but we were shown. But Bruce didn't really. But none of that mattered to Bruce. It's just, it's just hasty, is what it is. It's not done well. Again, I don't. I won't disagree that they try and show you some things, but it's like instead of making you go along the journey, it's like here, flashcard. You're supposed to know that. You know, Superman loved Lois, so then he's a better person than Batman. Or you know what I mean? It's just it's like a series of flashcards instead of being like along for the ride in a movie in a story. Superman had poor taste. Yeah, maybe, but (laughs) not maybe. (laughs) Go ahead. Where are you going? Are you going? No, no, you go ahead. Well, I just didn't know when we're gonna come to Steppenwolf. Like, so we can we can start right now, Steppenwolf. Okay, you lead the way, but. I want to hear your thoughts on Steppenwolf. Besides so, the miserable CGI. So Steppenwolf, outside the CGI, which really takes away from his entire character. Mm-hmm. Um, the other pieces are, if you know what Snyder was trying to do with it, also kind of changes the perception of it. So he's after these mother boxes. His mother box is actually his his mother in there, which is why the essence of his mother in there, which is why he talks to it. But like, not explained. No, because that part's not in it. Right. Because it was all him trying to overthrow his nephew, Darkseid. Like, that's, that's... Also not explained. Also not explained. All these things are, are taken out of the movie, so you're left with some weird conversations of this guy. Right. Which so, Darkseid is also not explained. No. In any of the movies. Referenced. <laughs> right. Not explained. Right. We're like three layers of not explained right now. Yes. Yeah. And, and so that that's part of this directorial shift that, that that messed with the movie quite a bit. Now, Steppenwolf, as a character, I really like. And I actually liked how the direction they were going with him um, originally. And so I know that's not what people see um, in this movie. The CGI takes so much away. They didn't need him to be 100% CGI. They wanted to make him... They filmed it all, thinking he was going to be a different type of creature. And then... When they tried to tie it all back into he's Darkseid's uncle, 
they needed to make him more human because they didn't want to make Darkseid look not like Darkseid because then they already got all sorts of flack from Doomsday not looking like Doomsday. Mm-hmm. And so making him more humanoid, and that's where everything fell apart. So as far as a villain goes, I mean, he, he's an okay villain. I mean, he's he's not... He's no Thanos. I mean, he's no... Uh, he's not... He's just a, a way to get the team together. Yeah, he's he's generic. I mean, he could have been the robot thing in Thor 1. I mean, he's just a... The destroyer. Yeah, just a generic destroying force. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't even do a good job of explaining why he wants the mother boxes. Other- Although... I did, so they show the flashback scene when mm-hmm. he's fighting the Amazons and the gods, and they show Zeus, and and they have, so Zeus and the other gods showing them big people, like actual people, they could have done that with Steppenwolf, and it would have been a 30 times better movie. Sure. And like, why didn't they just do that with Steppenwolf? You know, so you have the technology of making one guy look bigger than another guy, and if you wanted a big, imposing character, just do that. Right. You know, and that's... Like that scene was was pretty cool. I really liked that battle where they had the gods and the the lanterns. You see the Green Lantern core in there, and mm-hmm. um, of him trying to invade Earth and and all that. And uh, even the people turning into parademons. You know, they when they die, they turn into parademons. Yeah, the um, parademons were stupid too. They, yeah, well, they they are what they are. <laughs> um, but they, um, in the smelling of fear, whatever. I can. That's that's weird. Right. Uh, but. And even when they died, they had they showed the three mother boxes. Yeah, I, I never got that. I yeah. all of a sudden Batman knows how to. Anyway, yep. There's some <laughs> now you're now you're easing over into my no, side. No. It's stupid. Okay, no, just because I'm gonna take us an aside here. There's no perfect movie. Eh. There's not one movie that I wouldn't change something in the movie. So there's always going to be something that I'm going to say is like, you know what? If they had just done this. That would have been really cool. Yeah, that but other movies have been... piles and mountains of things that could be different. I'm just saying, especially when you get into comic book movies, if I've seen these storylines over generations that they, they could have used and could have done, and, and there's, oh, it would have been really cool had they done this, this, this. There, there's so many second guessing that you could do that for days. And so the, there is no perfect, even a five-star movie isn't a perfect movie. I would still change certain scenes in every movie out there if it were up to me and i could just tweak it and say yeah it'd be really cool if william wallace did this you know anyway there's my sidebar (laughs) before you get me into yes i will critique a movie that i like because there are things that can always be better sure but some have more than others some have more than others that's true and again i liked i liked the steppenwolf i liked the precursor to dark side didn't like uh execution I guess I just didn't. It's so generic of a bad guy. Uh, there's no way you can possibly really feel anything about Steppenwolf. I mean, he just starts showing up on Earth because he wants these boxes that are here on Earth. The first time we've ever heard of him, first time we've ever heard of the boxes. He somehow magically knows exactly where two of them are because he teleports literally right on top of them mm-hmm. in Amazon and in Atlantis, yet can't find the one that humans yeah. have, which makes no sense because these are it's godlike... buried in dirt. Yeah, these are godlike creatures, and he knows where they are, but... It was moved, though. But then, I mean, it's a retread of Man of Steel. You've got something on Earth that triggers 
a bad person coming to Earth. So in Man of Steel, it was the ship turning on, and Zod was able to find it because of that. And this, supposedly, it's... they. I think they casually say that because Superman is dead, that's why Steppenwolf can come get the mother boxes now. Right. Not which that. literally makes no sense because Superman has not been around on Earth very long. That's true. He landed in, I would say in this movie's timeline if superman's like 35 and it's 2018 he landed in the 80s 36 but yes yeah so i mean what was steppenwolf doing pre-kryptonian yeah yeah 2000 years his motivations make zero sense and then again much like man of steel they're coming to terraform earth man of steel they were trying to turn it into krypton now it's I guess whenever the mother boxes start to get together, it turns it into apocalypse. Yeah, whatever. It just feels like I've seen it all. I mean, it's a big, tough guy who could have been a crypto. Steppenwolf could have been a Kryptonian. It would have been Man of Steel Part Two, like a remake of Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I, 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 that's all they could come up with. That's so boring. Yeah, and I would have rather had. I mean, again, there's thousands of things that would, would have changed. And even the sending the parademons after the box, opposed to him dropping down himself and then jumping around. Well, at least you when know, he, yeah. make him a little bit more intimidating. At least when he dropped down where the Amazons are, he, they, they put up a fight. Mm-hmm. When he drops into Atlantis, he's in and out in like one minute. And that's even when uh, Arthur Curry shows up. Yeah. Like, it's almost like Atlantis had nobody to protect it, and then he just happens to be swimming down, right? Yeah. And he's gone. It's, like, not even a fight. I'm like, whoa. Well, what the hell? Like, you're not going to show me that he's cool and tough by beating up a bunch of Atlanteans? He just drops in, grabs it, yoink, and takes off. I will say that they did not make Aquaman cool. They cast the right guy, but they didn't give him enough to show that. He throws his trident a couple times, and when well, he surfs on a parademon in Chernobyl, yeah, he he does do that, yes, but that doesn't show like his strength and the things that he can do. Like he's a pretty, pretty formidable guy, yeah. and they don't give him anything to work. He with. He parts the water in the sewer and struggles. Yeah, with that right. Which, but he can split oceans. He can and, split, yeah, <laughs> and so yeah. Uh, I think they mishand. I thought they again the casting was perfect. They misused him altogether, and I and I don't like the character Cyborg at all. Yeah, um, not in the comics, not in the TV cartoons, and not in this. I just don't like hacker. I've told you many times I hate hackers, <laughs> yeah. and he's the epitome of hacker. Sure, you know, and so even when Batman does, I hate it when Batman hacks. You know, just go. Go, go do it, Batman. I hate how you just all of a sudden. Oh, I figured it out. Yeah, because I hacked into whatever. Well, and if I you hate... didn't, if you didn't see Batman versus Superman, you would kind of really not understand his origins. I mean, they kind of say it a little bit about how it, quickly, but like because somebody's saying it, it, you get more out of the little quick scene in uh, Batman versus Superman than you do out of like the four lines here. Yeah, but. They're assuming that you've seen it. Uh, agreed. I know. That's why I'm just saying that that's why they're so tightly coupled in yeah. my mind. So I know they didn't want to go into a full-blown battle with the Amazons again. And I know they didn't want to go into a full-blown battle with Atlanteans. You know, and did we even need those two elements of it? Probably not. Or even him searching for the box 
on the Amazon's island, opposed to knowing exactly where it is. You know, because it wasn't really protected all that well, especially if you can just boom tube in, you know, straight to it. Yeah. So, but again, has holes for sure. But this movie is more about the gathering of the team and Superman coming back to me. Like that's, Steppenwolf could be anybody. You're right. He could have been a Kryptonian, but that's fine. Yeah. They should have just, I mean, even something as small as like, making them the justice league really struggle with steppenwolf several times before superman coming back you know what i mean like they didn't really even give that time either because they only confront steppenwolf at the end and then superman shows up like almost instantaneously well in the sewer they fought him in there wonder woman yeah, fights him and yeah a little bit it just it didn't feel like the stakes were right for a superman comeback Especially because they're out in Chernobyl, like whatever. Go go tear up Chernobyl. So what I did like that is that the Justice League was getting whooped by Steppenwolf, and that Superman not only came in and could handle him, you know, basically by himself. He didn't need the League to handle Steppenwolf, because that I feel like that sets the stage for showing how powerful Darkseid is or could be when he hands Superman. You know, I'm sure he's going to whoop him on his own. You know, so it's kind of showing, okay, Superman is this powerful guy. You know, he can handle Steppenwolf, even though the entire league couldn't See, handle it. I think you tuck that from it. I don't think most people are going to take that from it because that whole scene just kind of go. It, it wasn't like Steppenwolf like truly decimated the Justice League, right? It wasn't like he was pounding them into oblivion almost to where they're going to die sort of thing. And Superman comes in and then easily takes care of him. They didn't do a good job of really showing Steppenwolf's strength relative to, I mean, the best you got was the Amazonians. That's the biggest fight he got, not with the Justice League, not with the Atlanteans, none of that. Well, he so, fought the, them at the end for a while. It wasn't enough to really yeah, show you. I mean, you didn't, you didn't set the stage of showing how powerful he is. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So yeah, it's kind of like the Captain Phasma. She didn't do anything cool to make you right. Win want to think that she was cool right so then by proxy like people aren't going to really understand how much stronger superman is than steppenwolf and the, like the whole dark side scenario you laid out like nobody in the real world is going to get that because the movie did not do a good job of kind of sure. laying out that hierarchy yeah uh, no i agree keep coming my side no no <laughs> I, I, again i agree that there are things that needs improvement but doesn't mean i didn't enjoy what what we got and so, and again, I, I, the scene that they brought Superman back, so he's evil Superman, doesn't know where he is, he's kind of scanning, I love the fact that he was scanning and try to, trying to figure out who these people were in front of him, and that's what triggered the cyborg to attack. You know, is that what triggered the cyborg to attack? Because he yeah, got scanned? The mother box, that's part of the cyborg. Yeah, yeah it was, it you think he started it because he's scanning it? Sure. Okay. So, I mean, you're just assuming that. There's really nothing to tell you that. Other than Cyborg. He, well, he that. just, he didn't say, I don't think he says he's scanning me. He just says, I can't control what's happening right now. Yeah, I took it as because he was. Oh, I didn't. As a defense mechanism. From being x-rayed? Cancer. All right. As, I mean, his dad's like a scientist doctor. I would have assumed that his stuff would have gone crazy anytime he was around medical equipment at that point. But maybe it did. 
I, I did not put that together. I know he scans them, but I did not understand w- why cyborg stuff started going crazy. Well, he said that Aquaman was getting really, his heart was going. So he was getting ready, really intense, which is firing up Superman, which turned the gun into. Okay. So that that's what I got out of it. Mother Box was playing defense mode, which then. That's es- dumb. Escalation. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we have to ask or sit well, here. We, and qu- we don't. You apparently are. Uh, I think, I don't think you're. Uh, explanation that, is rock solid. That's what I gathered from the movie, which made perfect <laughs> sense to me, uh, which I, I was fine so. with all of it. Okay. Yeah. And so they, they attack Soups. They try to hold him back, and it just shows how awesome he is. And so throwing. See, and again, I felt like they could have done something earlier with Aquaman to show how powerful he is to then equate that to show how more powerful Superman is. But yeah, because nobody... The, unless you read comics, nobody really understands what Aquaman's powers outside of water would be. Like he talks I, to fish. Well, yeah, I mean, I think yeah. I think they'll uh, take for granted anything he can do in the water. Swim fast, sp- split the oceans, whatever. He's Aquaman. Like I get it. But what does he do outside of water? They have no bearing for that. Now, after this movie, all they understand is that he can surf parademons. Surf parademons, right? Yeah. So, but so. You said this, and I'm still really hazy on this. Why exactly is Superman mad? He's not mad. He just doesn't know who these people are, and then they shot at him. Okay. So it's not because they allude to several possibilities as to why they should not resurrect him. Right. One is he will be changed because he's back from the dead. Yeah, they mentioned that. One is that he would be angry at Batman because of what happened in Batman versus Superman. He did try to kill him. Right, but they reconciled kind of at the end because they teamed up. So I think all has mm-hmm. been... They saw a bigger threat. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I think the way they kind of go buddy-buddy after Martha leads you to believe that, you know... They, they didn't do the predator handshake. Right, but I mean, I, I think the intent there is that, like, they no longer want to kill each other. So why would he want to kill him when he comes back? The other option that they give you for that is that he's... Well, they don't tell you this ahead of time, but then he could be angry at Cyborg because Cyborg's getting ready to attack him. No, he did. He shot at him. Right. So which is it? What? Why is Superman angry, he, upset, bad, mad, whatever? So what I gathered was that he didn't know who he was. He didn't have that memory. And okay. so he's trying to scan these people. They shoot at him. So he doesn't have the memory, but... Then they jump on him. Okay. But so so then it's clearly it's, not it's, that he's mad at Batman. So that it's not, not that one. Not you don't at first. Think. No. Okay. Because Batman wasn't even there when they're all lined up like that. Batman's okay. Later. Okay. Does he recognize Batman when he sees him? When he sees Batman, yeah. Okay. So in the two minutes that this scene transpires, he does not. He goes from not knowing who he is or who any of them are to then knowing who Batman is when he sees him. To then knowing who Lois is enough to calm down. I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. Because I think it's a really messy scene. I think he didn't know who he was. And he starts to remember. He sees Batman. So in the span of like this... in the span of like one or two minutes while he's fighting all these people, he's remembering who he is. Well, the last time I came back to life, that's how it went uh, for I, me. Well, I'm just asking what you think the movie is laying out. Because yes, I was. That's, that's what I, it was. He's trying to get his bearings. He's scanning people. Because he knows what he's doing, but he doesn't know who these people are. He's regaining his memory. He even says, I remember you. And so now he remembers him. He doesn't call him Bruce or Batman or anything. 
and then he sees Lois. But then he keeps attacking. So he remembers Batman, but keeps attacking. Because he remembers Batman trying to kill him. Okay. That that's that's what I got from it. That is very sloppy. Seemed to make sense to me. I'm not saying you can't make sense out of it. I'm saying it's very sloppy for something that should not be that hard. Right? I mean, you can make it more clear cut for whatever his motivations are for coming back or whatever. You could have written a million different things for that, but you chose something and then you willfully planted three or four possibilities for what could go wrong. So then you're left scratching your head as to, well, why is it? But again, the movie wants you to just take for granted that, oh, well, he's he's just bad. Just just know that he's bad and that Lois will fix it. Well, that they – maybe they're hinting at that so you don't know that he'll come back good. Right, but what I'm saying is it's it's a mess. I mean – I didn't on, on think a, so at all. I thought it was pretty pretty obvious actually. It's not obvious. To me it is. No. Because he's still he's still mad at Batman. So how do you I mean it could be that he remembers everything and he's angry. He clearly didn't remember everything cuz he double took at Lois and started to remember stuff. Uh, he recognized her like right as he saw her. I'm just no. saying it, it it's it, it goes from him not knowing who he is to then knowing who Batman is and still being angry, to then knowing who he is even more and seeing Lois and then being happy all in like a two-minute span. That, it, it's just, it's sloppy. I thought it was a great scene. It, I don't understand why flash. you would have it all reconcile so fast. Like why, if you're going to have him not know who he is, make it go longer or do something to where it it takes a while for him to understand what's going on or something. It's just like, it's it's all over so fast with not clear explanations it's just it's stupid it's it's not what i would have done but it i understood what they were doing it's sloppy i'm not saying it's I mean, not understandable you, you already have a two and a half hour runtime that how long do you want it to take to get superman back there that movie mm-hmm. justice league is not two and a half hours justice league is like 150 is batman versus superman, superman is like two, is and, a half two and a half hours yeah justice league is crazy short because they cut out all the good stuff. Maybe, but maybe that's why it's sloppy. I'm just saying you can make sense. If you think long and hard enough about it or whatever, you can make sense of it. That doesn't mean it's not. But see, I didn't even have that problem in the theater when I saw it the first time. I just kind of, that's what I got. Oh, I immediately had the problem. I mean, it's not that I can't figure it out. It's just that it's sloppy. It sounds like you can't figure well, it out. Well, with something that, my, my problem with it is something that is that pivotal, you should the motivations for everyone and everything in that scene should be like crystal clear. There shouldn't be any wavering about what exactly is causing Superman to be angry or any of that. And I think the fact that there's even questions there, it's not good. It's not good storytelling. But again, I didn't have questions when watching it. So I thought it was okay, which I enjoyed. And when he looked at the Flash, it was an awesome scene. Yeah, him looking at the Flash is great because it's the one time in all the movies where you get a concept of how each other's powers are relative to each other. Right. Otherwise, Justice League doesn't do any good at that. And in fact, even with somebody like Diana, you're confused from movie to movie what her power scale actually is. That's true. So the one time that they get it right is you can kind of sense that Superman is faster than Flash, or as fast, at least. Yeah, and you bring up Diana, and they had her opening scene, uh, which shows her 
you know, blocking bullets but with her, which she's done before. But then we see her move fast, which we don't ever see again, which I wish we would have seen her do more of that yeah. later. Um, then she, then she uh, bangs her bracelets together at Bolton. Right. Which she uses this against gods. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. I was like, she just, yeah. she just crushed this guy. This, this poor human. Right. She probably the, caused more of an explosion than what the bomb would have caused. The, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, why'd she, I mean, sure, it looks cool to do the cutaway when she hits the, hits the bracelets together. But, right. But when you think about all the times that she's done that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, against just one guy. Yeah. I remember liking that opening scene a lot more than what I did when I rewatched it. I don't like her standing on the statue. To the statue it looks is, terrible. It looks terrible. But even I, I don't like her slow mo stuff. I didn't like it in Wonder Woman. Like the the whole like watching a bullet go by. It just it looks really really fake. I I don't know. I'm See, just I, not. I like I liked her whole scene. I just thought that it was overkill with the 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 bracelets. Which, yeah, which was perfectly believable. That's how she wanted to take him out, which is fine, but right. I thought it was a little overkill. I was just underwhelmed by it the second time I saw it. I, I think Wonder Woman is a very good movie, and I think that Batman vs. Superman, she's the best thing about that movie, but in this one, I just felt like they didn't give her... I, I didn't really care for that opening scene. I, I was annoyed that the bomb, they said it was going to level four square blocks, and she just tosses it up into the air, and there's no repercussions from the bomb detonating. It was really high, though. I'm sure it was. perspective is what you... But, yeah, so we kind of jumped around, but my problem with Diana, and I mentioned this, I think you said you agree, but, like, when she ends Wonder Woman, which was in World War II, she's a god. Like, she can fly, she's harnessing lightning with her... She can fly in this. Yeah, but it's it's clear at the end of wonder woman she is insanely strong and powerful and you don't get that sense of scale in this movie at all and part of it's probably because she's while she is one of the only ones that can kind of go toe-to-toe with steppenwolf you don't have a good scale for steppenwolf's power like it's just all a problem of like scale Mm -hmm. and I I walked away which, from this, which very quickly eliminates Batman from the equation altogether. Well, yeah, I mean that <laughs> that goes back into our problems with Batman versus Superman too. But I just don't. It, it felt to me like I walked away going, well, "How did Diana get weaker? Like timeline wise, this is fifty, no, seventy years after World War Two. So she's old, she, she's old now, right? Well, it just doesn't make any sense because then when you hop around in Batman vs Superman, she Do you was know really how strong. the power of Zeus works. Maybe it fades. Maybe she used it all up on Ares. Maybe it does. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe Wonder Woman two will explain that. But you know what? I could figure it maybe out. Maybe something but, happens in the eighties. I could figure it, it out by watching that in the eighties. Isn't that when Wonder Woman two? Yes, is it based? is. 84. So maybe something happens there that we don't know yet. It could. Mm-hmm. It'd be on par with the storytelling we've gotten from DC so far. <laughs> sloppy. Can you piece it together? Yeah. Is it sloppy? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm just sorry. You want everything spelled out for you nicely. No, I just don't like to be assumed that I should feel or know certain things that the movie, the movies are best when they let you go along for the ride instead of taking for granted the work that they should be doing. I think that's a, it's a bad, it's a bad storytelling. I think could it have been better? Yes, but it could have been a lot better. Yeah. It could have been a lot better. Right. But it wasn't a bad product. What we got. Yeah. That's where we will disagree. (laughs) Very, very sloppy. Where are you going? I'm still waiting for you to lead the way. You got no, anything no. else you want to talk about? No, I'm 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 pleased with with what we got. 
is it something that the effects take a lot away from what this movie is and could have been. And so I'm making no apologies whatsoever for the effects. And that that's a lot of Joss. That's a lot of uh, Warner Brothers. I mean, that, that falls on them. That's That's not fair to dump all that on them. I can try to... It, it's very distracting. I give you that. It's very distracting to watch these... CGI purple terraform things that do God knows what. I don't know. But that's that was not in the original plan. But it's not <laughs> it's not just that though. I'm I'm just all of it. Right. Yeah. But like even when Batman fights on the rooftop in the first part of the movie, it's like it's like hyper stylized like what Watchmen was. Mm-hmm. So it, it's completely fake. I mean right. and then like when they're walking through the Bat Cave, it just it's green screened. Oh, the whole thing is. Yeah. It, so, yeah, you're right. It's it's all stands out so bad that it just, it doesn't even, like in Chernobyl when they're doing that, not just the, the mother box's tentacles going everywhere, but like the sky is like this really awkward red-orange that no sky ever is in the history of the world. Well, when the mother box activates. But yeah, there's no, no. sense of realism anywhere. No, I agree. It's no good. I agree. The, effects, good. the effects really detract from this movie. Yeah, it's it's bad. I have a couple other things I had in my notes on that. I'll I'll swing back through. So I we agreed on Aquaman's casting. I thought he was great, but they did not they didn't do him any justice. My one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is where he walks out shirtless drinking. Right. And they they play a white stripe song, so it's right up my alley, but it's <laughs> it's so wrong though. It's like so right but so wrong. It's it's like I don't know which came first like did trailer guy make that? And then they're like, oh, that's awesome. We got to put that in the movie. Because, like, it's so jarring. Because it goes from, like, the little fish house bar where they're at right. to that to then something else, like, in the matter of, like, 30 seconds. With him walking down the... Yeah, and you're yeah. like, well, that was cool. But, like, what the hell was the point of that? It made no sense. And I think that comes down... I think there was a, a story there that Snyder was telling that Joss said, well, that's a really cool scene. I don't want the rest of it. But I'm going to leave that in there. Yeah. That's a really cool scene. And there's no <laughs> other scene like it in the whole movie. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Like, not that plays any kind of rock music like that. It's so bizarre. I don't understand it. I mean, it's it's so cool for, like, that 30 seconds. But <laughs> then you kind of come back to reality. Like, what did, what did I just see? What, what was that? I thought I had something else. Oh, yeah. So going back to the fight scene. And this is more about – it's right after the fight scene. But after he – you know, they bring in Lois, which is the big guns. The big guns, And then yes. he realizes who he is. And they – Superman whisks uh, Lois away to to Smallville, Kansas. Yeah, yeah. the the writing on this part. Yeah. And the, and I mean, this was all Joss. I they, groaned they, because they rewrote okay. all this. I audibly groaned. I did not remember this from the movie, but Lois asks, "What was it like coming back?" Meaning from the dead, and his answer is, "He goes itchy, but weird in so many ways." And she just like, <laughs> okay. Like, wh- what? Like, I know this is kind of a lighthearted movie, but, like, you just asked Superman what it was like to die and come back, and you got itchy but weird. And we're all just supposed to be like, hmm, okay. Maybe it was. Awesome. Uh, it's just, it's shitty writing is what it is. I mean. Yeah, the whole uh, scene at the farm is, because that's what they had to reshoot. Yeah. All, uh, that's all Joss. And so it's him trying to be light. Ugh. And, and, yeah, I'd like to see what that scene originally was but yeah 
That's it's, so bad. It's such a minor part of the movie. Who, oh, it who, is. Who, but I mean, that, it's yeah. just a little piece of like, if you, you couldn't get the dialogue right between when Superman and Lois first wreck. I mean, see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's the death and resurrection of Superman, and they can't even get the first line that they say to each other or whatever after they reconcile right. I mean, other movies don't have those kinds of problems. A competent writer should not come up with something like that for the scene. Yeah, maybe it was itchy. I don't know. It's so bad. It's so bad. So while there are a lot of things that I would change, I did enjoy this movie. And I did enjoy seeing all of them on screen together and seeing them all working together. I liked all the cast. Uh, it was just one of those things that uh, I thought they worked well together if we can just get them in the right setting. Yeah. No. <laughs> DC DC is done. DC, I mean, they they made their bed. See, the problem with DC... I they want need the, to burn the house down. I want them to start over, but with the same cast. I, I'm not willing to throw away... You know Batflex not coming back. I'm not willing to throw away Cavill and Gal and Momoa. I don't to, think I don't think those three would would leave. No, but, I'm saying to start over. Yeah, I, I, I want yeah. I want them to pull Deadpool and start over. Yeah, start over. Same thing. I want you know Hercules and The Rock. I want I want The Rock to be Hercules again, but start over and forget that movie and do it right. And so I can't. I know I can't get both. So I'm willing to ride this out because I get the Superman. That's the epitome of Superman. Perfect Wonder Woman, Aquaman. And if they swap out Batman, okay, whatever. You know, I like Batfleck, but I'm not. I'm not married to him. Yeah, he, he's he's been he's not he's he, not Batman. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Henry Cavill is Superman. Ben yeah. Affleck isn't Batman. Right. I, a, I think he's you could a great Batman. I think you he's could find just not Batman. Gal Gadot is. Wonder I think Woman. you could find a new Superman. I, I think you can. I don't think you can find a new Wonder Woman. Yeah. I don't think you find a better Aquaman. No, not for that take on it. I don't think any, any take. other I don't take think, I don't any think other take would be kind of ludicrous. So they went the right way with like the Momoa's you, lineage is Polynesian, you know, that that's a that's a smart move. You didn't go Army Hammer. Ugh, no, <laughs> Army Hammer was supposed to be Batman. Yeah, but he looks like a an Aquaman. Yeah, he, a, he a would be he would be a good Aquaman <laughs> if they were going that way. But DC I agree. I agree completely that. But they, they're, but they're they're still in though. They're, they're just digging their hole. Aquaman well, does not look very good. Shazam does not look very ne- good. Neither one of them look very good. I agree. I agree with that. And as much as I want them to reboot, because the the death of Superman storyline with Doomsday is one of the best in all of comics, and they botched it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm waiting for a real one. But I'm willing to ride this train for the next however long. Yeah, and before we we reboot everything again, they seem committed. I mean, well, there's got to so now that we're gonna have a fully fledged new director on the next whatever Justice League movie that they put together, right? I don't even think there's another Justice League on the table right now. Well, it's not on the it's not on the docket, but whenever they they put it together, like the Superman two, uh, I think that's the next one, right? Man of Steel. 2. I don't think that's even they scrapped that too. Uh, the only things I've heard are obviously Shazam and Aquaman, and then I think and Wonder Woman two. Wonder Woman 84. Um, Flashpoint. I don't, know, I don't know how far along. I think the, the one I was thinking of is um, a Suicide Squad uh, spinoff. Isn't Harley, wasn't Harley Quinn supposed uh, to get? Gotham Sirens. Yeah, Gotham, Gotham Sirens. Sirens. And obviously, but then. 
Yeah, the other Batman movie. Yeah. We have another Batman movie, which is separate, we think. And another Joker, and another Joker movie, which is separate, separate. we think. Yeah. So, it, who knows what they're doing right now? They I, are. I mean, so, what do you do? What do you do if the Batman, which is, I think, what it's called, mm-hmm. is really, really good? What What do you do? Yeah, how do you connect the two? Because, as far as I understand, you just it's have a standalone. This, you just have this other world that you bring in another superman over there right so we have two batmans and two jokers and uh, i mean dc could not be doing this any worse if they tried and that was after having a head start on marvel yeah no i I agree and they they botched it but again the characters are so good that i feel like a competent director could turn all this around even though i missed the best storyline ever yeah, but, I don't know. I, I don't even see how you can do Darkseid with Thanos out there. Yeah. Now, Marvel beat you to Thanos. You can't bring in Darkseid. I mean, you just can't. Right. I'd love to see it, but it's going to be basically Thanos. Yeah. So, I... Yeah, they're in trouble. I don't know how you do it. I don't either. They... I don't know. You need a doomsday to whoop up on all the Justice League. Superman come in, save the city. You know, everybody rejoiced as Superman died and killed Doomsday. Right. You know, that that's your Justice League movie. Well, and that's the other problem is Snyder's vision. We have now had three Superman movies-ish, you know, and we still don't have Superman. We we barely maybe have him at the we, end. We have him at the but, end. But I would yeah. argue that because he's not Superman to the world yet, we don't really have him. Right? We don't have the Boy Scout. We don't have the beacon of... Truth. Truth. Justice. All that. Yes. Yeah. We, we don't have that. You gave me three movies... <laughs> of an entire universe with nothing to show for it. Uh, it's dumb. It's, it's horrifically dumb and they kind of deserve all the nonsense that they're getting right now. <laughs> so yes, I'm, I'm ready for them to, to start over, but not quite at the same time. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it. I'm glad I don't have to be the one to try and solve that. Oh, I'd love it. I just burn it to the ground. I love Flashpoint. The, the cast would it would have to just be a necessary flashpoint's a great way to get them on the right path you can keep the same characters and all of a sudden you're in a different world yeah i did hear i mean there was rumors of that after batman versus superman that there was going to be um something like that event and what we had been witnessing was like uh dc dark <laughs> and that we would flip and get like the the real version the of real everybody version. yeah that I'll sign on for it. You got to do yeah. something ludicrous at this point. I mean, what do you have to lose? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just flip it on. Yeah. Side. I mean, now's the time to be trying all that stuff, but yep. unfortunately it feels like where they're going with Joker and Batman is, I feel like more back towards Nolan's direction of, well, let's ground this stuff a little bit more. And Oh, I didn't even think that. I think they're more, you know, like you mentioned the James Bond movies of oh, these are just going to be one one offs no no tie if it, no, no but, world but no. if it does that good there's no way you have to you have to answer that question you cannot have two batmans floating around at the same time <laughs> I, I think i think they will i really think they will i mean they're they're dumb enough we've established that the that, fact that they're even doing a joker movie and a and a the batman movie <laughs> right. you know it it's who's coming up with this? I don't understand. We have two Jokers in development right now. Yeah. Like two different people playing Joker along with Jared Leto in Suicide Squad. Three, we have three Jokers. But who's the third? There's Joaquin and Jared Leto. And then the one, is Leto doing the, the Joker movie? 
I thought it was the third one. No, Joaquin's doing the Joker. That's the Scorsese. I thought he one. was in the Batman. No, they haven't said anything about who's in the Batman. Oh, right, the Batman. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. So two Jokers. Though. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. So what did you actually end up giving this? I gave it a four. I loved. I loved seeing soups on screen. I love seeing Gal on screen. So you're saying this is just as good as Man of Steel? Has elements of yeah, I mean same. I, and I, Wonder Woman, Ares kills. So if you're Wonder ranking, Woman. if you're ranking DC movies, you have Justice League as being just as good as Wonder Woman and Man of Steel. I would not. They're not on the same line, but they're on the same star rating. I mean, that's. I don't. Even, I, I don't even understand that. Because as much as I've kind of fallen back a little bit on Man of Steel, it's it's still way better than Justice League. And Wonder Woman yeah. is by far better than Justice League. Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, and then Justice League is how I rank them. But you have them all four stars. I mean, you're saying there's yeah. no separation between them. Just because you can rank movies doesn't mean there's a you have to demote them all. No, stars. but I'm saying that, I mean, you really genuinely think that Man of Steel and Wonder Woman are the same star rating as Justice League? Yes. Uh, I I don't I enjoyed I them at the same same level. I yeah, but even then, like assessment wise, I mean, you're I I just to me I would, there's a lot that I would change in both of those. Other well, areas. right, but I I knowing how you've talked about Man of Steel and Wonder Woman in the past, I just don't see how Justice League is isn't at least a half star below those, just based on all the flaws that you have with them. I mean, sure you can still enjoy a movie, but the at some point like how a movie's made has to come into the factor of a star rating because it affects the quality of it. Yeah. So I just don't understand Which how... Which got it down to a four. Right, but I'm saying relative to Man of Steel and Wonder Woman. I mean, you have, you have Black Panther at a four and Justice League at a four. The effects are similar. Well, there's a lot more to a movie than effects. Sure. Black Panther didn't have Superman in either. Yeah. And... and I don't know. I, yeah. I went through your comic book ratings. I'm, I'm, I'm just genuinely confused because, like, I think Doctor Strange, while it had a lot of problems, is still better than Justice League. I'd rather watch Guardians 2 than Justice League. Oh, come on. There's no Guardians way. Guardians 2 is awful. There's no way. Awful. That, there's no, no way Hold that on. the Dark Hold Knight. On. Guardians 2 is better than Justice League. Yeah, I gave Guardians 2 a 3, and Justice League's a 2.5. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> but you have the Go Dark Knight. You, you have Justice League better than the Dark Knight Rises. I haven't seen The Dark Knight Rising in quite some time. I mean, but just logically thinking, I mean, there's no way. There's not a lot special about The Dark Knight Rises. It's a it's a solid movie. I'm not I'm not arguing that it we should be a four or higher. What I'm saying is, why the hell is Justice League a four? Because it has all these characters coming together in really cool ways. Okay, so you were basically what you're saying is you were going to like this movie no matter what. I think we knew that before we even started. Okay, this. I know, but like. I think it's important for people to hear that like it can be a big pile of crap and you're still going to like it because all the characters came together. As long as the characters are done right, which I think they were. Okay. Yeah. So you're essentially saying that the movie was not good. Other, I'm saying it was, a, it was Other a than movie. the casting that you liked and because they all came together at the same time, you're good with that. And I'm good with what they and did. And it, it's good enough to get you all the way up to a four-star movie. It was a four-star movie, yes. Dark Knight Rise. I mean, we can pick apart all these other movies, but Batman vs. Bane was the most anticlimactic 
thing in all of and Nolan. steppenwolf versus anybody was any sort of climactic i guess superman versus the justice league got to got to see that fight superman beating up on on steppenwolf and the justice league against steppenwolf yeah all those fights are 10 times better than anything we got with Batman versus Bane, where she okay just shoots him with a. So I'll give you the fight, but the whole rest of the movie is much better than Justice League. Better film, better story, more coherent. Okay, I'm just trying to get a sense for how in the world Justice League is a four, even based off of your own ratings, because the other movies that you have up there, from my perspective, Black Panther, Ragnarok, Wonder Woman, Deadpool. Man of Steel. I mean, you have all these movies at fours, and you have Justice League sitting right there with it. I, I, I genuinely don't understand how that rating is what it is. Like, even if you, even if you were at a three and a half, I'd still think you're crazy. But at least your ratings would make a little bit more sense to me. I, I'm when, not understanding. When you rank movies, though, you still you don't demote them a full star or even a half star, just because you like one over another. You no, can, but, you can like no, one but four you, star better than another four star. But you star. have to. But you also have to have some sort of rhyme or reason, right? Like you, you do have to kind of sit there and be like, "Well, okay, if this is a four, if I feel like this is four stars, but I gave these other ones four stars, like, well, so maybe something's off on my on what I really feel about this movie. I mean, that's only natural. I do that all the time. Like, well, I, okay, I thought this was like three and a half stars, but man, I. I actually liked it a lot better than I like some of these other movies. So either those are not as what I thought they were, or this one's not what I thought it was. I mean, all you're doing is just comparing the movies that you like and what, what you feel about them. Right. But when I look at and watch justice league and what I see, I enjoy every time that I watch it. And I've seen it many times. I mean, there, there's pieces that I'm waiting for and I get to see and, I really enjoy, which brings it up to a four stars. Yeah, I, I I get that's what you're saying about this movie. I'm just looking for an understanding of how that level of enjoyment is truly the same as like Wonder Woman and Man of Steel and Deadpool and Black Panther. Because a lot of those movies, there's a lot that I like, and there's some things I don't. Deadpool, the villain sucked. You know, hated yeah, Ajax. But, okay. Ares, awful. Okay, so you don't like you also don't like Steppenwolf. So that's a moot point between the three of those. It's not a a tick box here and a tick box well, there. Well, no. I but what I'm saying is then you it, can say none of those movies have Superman in it, which sure, you know, and so that puts it another star up. Okay, <laughs> well, well, so. well, that's fine. I'm just trying to understand it. So then, if you've got every movie that has Superman gets bumped up a star. I can kind of understand then where it's coming from. Cause it's a, it's really a three star movie that you give four stars because of Superman, which is what puts it on the level of wonder woman and Deadpool. Yeah. So yeah, there's a Superman bump. There's always a Superman. Okay. Bump. That's what I'm looking for. And I think that's what listeners need to know. So that every time you rate a Superman movie, they can know, well, I need to take a full star off of a full star. <laughs> that's what you just said. I didn't say it. It was down to a three without Superman. I'm just saying he gets a bump. I, I'm just saying you, People that follow us and that listen to us on the podcast or see your reviews they, are they, going to scratch their head when they're like, okay, Justice League was a four, but so was Wonder Woman and so, like Deadpool. A lot of people like Deadpool. A lot of people like Wonder Woman. And I think some of them will have questions as to like, well, how is Justice League just as good as those two when where there's a lot of complaints about Justice League, even from you on this podcast? There's a lot of changes that I would make, yes. Yes. For sure. And, well, sure. and if we want to go through the other two movies, we can, there's there's plenty of those in, in those as well, but it doesn't stop me from enjoying 
enjoying those movies. But yes, do I have a Superman bias? Absolutely. It's like I have a rock bias. That's fine. You know, People need to hear it, that. And there's and there's a Marvel bias as well. Yep. You know, they they just keep hitting on all cylinders, and it's great. And I love seeing them on screen. I'm a comic book guy. I love seeing my characters on there. And that's I just can't live. They make in a ha- world they where make me happy. You think Justice League is only a star worse than the Dark Knight, or a star worse than see, we, we Civil not. War, or a star worse than Winter Soldier? Like I, I just that. That is very hard for me to fathom because I'm keeping it all in the comic book realm when I'm doing these comparisons, and I have a very, mm-hmm. very hard time understanding that's how a full star deduction from those. Yeah, that's not a lot when you're talking about how good some of those movies are. I mean, we're talking like Winter Soldier being one of the best comic book movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Same with The Dark Knight. You put Infinity War up there. I mean, if I go along with your game and say that Infinity War is five stars, Justice League is not four stars by that rating. Why do you say that? Because in Infinity War is much better than Justice League. It's a it's at least a full star better. I give I give it a 6 if I could give it a it's 6. It's more than a full star. Uh, I I just I I will never be able to understand this. I can't wait for the day when you finally drop this down to at least like a three and a half. Well, if I get a Superman movie that puts this to shame, then it may get demoted. But well, Man of is... Steel is already better than it, but you didn't demote it because of that. Man of Steel may creep up in my ratings if I watch it again. That, hey, that, I don't know. I haven't seen it for a long that's time. That's completely fine. That's why I'm asking the question. I was saying earlier, it's like a scale. One of them's got to go up and one of them's got to go down. There's no way that Man of Steel and Justice League are the same movie. Well, that's why I don't change ratings without watching them. That's just <laughs> I rate them at time of viewing. I don't go back in retro. Ugh. I I rate them after I watch the movie. So go watch Man of Steel and Wonder Woman because I'm guessing they're going to go up a half star or something. I doubt Wonder Woman will, but Man of Steel might. Yeah. Well, I think I said mine, but I'm at a two and a half on Justice League, which is far too low. You're just no. Digging. You're I was just digging. I was only at a three when I saw it the first time. And I, if you even go back and listen to our podcast that I did, that we did the first time, I said I was at a three and I wasn't even sure that I wanted it to be at a three at that point. So this is my feeling walking out of the theater. I haven't budged But you on walked this. into the movie thinking the same thing because you were so mad at, at Batman vs. Superman. You came oh, in, Batman vs. Superman was terrible. You came in with negative Nelly. No, I actually had hopes that this was going to course correct. And I even said in my initial review when I wrote three stars on Letterboxd, I said, I feel like they've taken a step, or I think I said a half step in the right direction to try and course correct stuff. But now I don't think so. Now after giving it time <laughs> and I watch it again, they just need to burn it. Burn it. Some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. They should have taken lessons. Alfred. Yep. Uh, I think we had the same favorite moment, right? You you like the whole fight. I like the whole fight, but Justice the, League versus but Superman. Superman looking at the Flash yeah. is the is the key. That was like the only funny thing that worked for me in the whole movie. And I don't even know cool. it was supposed to be funny. Well, no. I mean, it was cool well, his, and funny. his face was funny. Yeah. yeah. When he realized, oh crap, this guy's fast too. Yep. So one thing you would change. All the effects. Yeah. I mean, that that alone would make this, you know, a seven-star movie. <laughs> uh, I said I would not bring Superman back, which we, we belabored that point in the beginning. Uh, we don't need to do theater versus couch. Uh, it's a four-star movie, so I'm guessing you are going to pay for it. 
I would pay to see this. Yes. Yeah, I'd wait for it to be free. Um, we both agree that it's a popcorn movie. Oscar or Razzie? It would get a Razzie. Yeah. For, for sure. Yes. I mean, Steppenwolf alone. Yep. You should have those pinned all over him. He's <laughs> <laughs> covered in Razzies. Do you have an if you liked blank, you would like this movie? Uh, I mean, if you liked Batman or Superman, I think you'd like this. Yeah, I had that initially because it's a not good Superman and Batman movie. So it is really relevant, but I tried to go a different route and I went X-Men apocalypse hopped over to the singer verse, something with a bland villain with really bad CGI all over the place with a bunch of superheroes getting thrown together in the mix. Some terraforming, get, I think going get, on. You're getting me going again. Cause apocalypse, one of my favorite villains that they just completely Ivan news screwed over. Yes. They made him Ivan news. Yeah. They, I think singer. I actually gave X-Men Apocalypse singer. like three stars, I think. But whatever. I, I did not like Justice League. I'll never watch it again. <laughs> I won't. I, I, I didn't. I didn't of all want... the crap that you watch, you would never yeah. watch Justice League again. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it's just, it's. You're just. It's digging in. Well, it's just. D- digging. Keep digging. Yeah, I will. I mean, it's just, it's like <laughs> irrelevant bad. I mean, do you, do you ever want to watch like X Men Apocalypse again or any of the like? I'd watch it again. Yeah. Sure. See, I, I wouldn't. I'll never watch that movie again. There, it falls in the realm of forgettable comic book movies, like Doctor Strange. Honestly, I mean, it's fine. I'll just probably never watch it again. I'd watch Thor Strange, Thor yeah. Two. Yeah. Just kind of falls in that really weird Iron Man Two, Iron Man Three, all those that I'm just like whatever. I know you're out there. I don't really think I'll ever make a concerted effort to watch you again. See, I like all those movies. Yeah. Um, all those are above average, which means I'd watch them if they were on TV. Yeah. Any, I don't any know. given Sunday, could, could throw, <laughs> throw one in. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we have beaten that dead superman carcass enough for this episode <laughs> as usual check us out online on facebook or uh check us out at twoviewsmovies.com but definitely go out and leave us a review if you can on one of the podcast stores we'll catch you next time <laughs>